0: Oh, hello, listener. Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Talking Nerd Podcast. This week, we got trailers, trailers, and more trailers. We geek out about the latest trailers for the Wonder Woman movie, War for Planet of the Apes, a Spider-Man Homecoming clip, the trailer for the new X-Men show The Gifted on Fox and Black Lightning on CW. terrific All with podcaster Kerry Sims, from the Blazing Caribou Studios Podcast Network. And I surprise everyone with a quick round of trivia geeks. We got some feedback from you, the listener, and a whole bunch more. All of this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, May 18th, 2017. Check.
1: Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock.
0: That's right, we're jocking, we're nerding, we're spoiler alert, and right here on the Jockin' Nerd Podcast, welcome to the show. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd and returning from his hiatus uh, a man who is suffering from a slight case of uh, puppet herpes it's Rugboy. what's up rugs welcome back What's up dudes How's it going you guys miss me? Oh my God we missed you and I I, uh, I can't start the show until uh, I hear how's it going How's the slack hole I hear you got a little uh, PSTD a uh, puppet uh, STD Yeah. <laughs>
2: How did you know? That's the, that's the technical terminology.
0: That's uh, that's. Uh, I looked it up. I did a little uh, web yeah. MD on I the felty diseases. I get sick a lot. All right. Well, hang in there. Glad to have you back. Missed you tremendously. Also joining us on the show, listener. Very special guest, the delightful podcaster. You'll hear her on such shows as Brokeback Mountain, sketching comedy. Trivia Geeks, the last two of those, may sound familiar because I talk about them all the time. She is the queen of Blazing Caramel Studios and Awesome Podcast Network.
1: It's Miss Carrie Sims. What's up, Carrie? Hi, how are you? It's great to be here. I was wondering when I was going to be invited on this fucking show, so I'm happy to be here finally. Look,
0: I'm really excited to have you here because... Anthony Rugbo, you guys share something in common with Carrie you probably don't even know. Is that Maginas. you? uh well <laughs> okay that's a news to me. I'll have to write that mm. down for future. But it's the fact that both of you guys gotta put up with my dumbass every week
1: on a podcast. So you can bond over that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he is because he is my co host or sometimes he's the host of some some of this stuff. So how do you guys do it? How do you make it through a whole week? <laughs> and like with his shit. I mean, Jesus, like I was just saying to you guys, uh you know, when we were preparing for the show, like, it was really funny. And was telling me yesterday, he's like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. He's like, I'll just send you a couple little notes and uh, you should be fine. It's no big deal. It's just a couple little things that you might have to watch a trailer or two. 14 fucking things later. I'm like, what is all this shit? What's I'm a- like looking. I'm doing a dissertation just to figure out how to get through this fucking show. We're gonna, Thanks, Imran. We're gonna make- you you, you
3: wonder you. why our shows. Now you know why our shows are like two hours long. Oh, yeah. I the get only it. reason we put up with it is because Imran does all the rest of the work. <laughs> so I guess we kind of have to like, just deal with it. it you guys melt. have
1: no choice. And he does all of my artwork, so I just kind of sit back and I go, you know what, if you want to do it. it's Well, look, I wanted to explain how I know, Carrie, because
0: it's kind of a funny story. There's all these Facebook podcasting groups, and one day Trivia Geeks posted a thing saying, hey, we're looking for guests to come on. So I sign on, I come on as a guest. Next thing I know, Carrie's like, hey, do you want to be a team captain of the show? And I <laughs> was like, okay, sure. Next thing I know, she's like hey, you want to do some of this artwork? Uh, I could use a refresh. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Next thing I know, she's like, hey, do you want to host Trivia Geeks? <laughs> uh, Carrie, how did this
1: happen? Uh, it's just how I do things. (laughs) Usually I see the potential and I just kind of like wheedle people in a little bit. You know, I kind of like dangle the worm, if you will. And I'm like, Oh, do you like it? Okay. 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 I need everything from you. (laughs) Give me everything. So yeah, I mean, I think if anything, uh, your sense of humor was exactly what I was looking for to fill that spot in trivia geeks. And I had been looking for a long time to fill that spot. And when you came on, I just told myself, I was like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. This is the, per- and you, you know, what's really funny. We're, we're really in, you know, in it, like simpatico,
4: like yeah.
1: we kind of get each other. Like, you know, when I drop something, you pick it up when you drop something, I pick it up. So it's, it, it's really nice to kind of have that, uh, symmetry, I guess, in a podcast. It's can just kind of keep it rolling. It's
0: weird. Cause I have like these two secret podcasting families and now you guys are all meeting. It's kind of awkward for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like when it's like when the, the dad meets the, the new mom for the first time There's
0: my other family, family? Oh my Children? goodness Oh shit, I didn't know that Awkward Look, Carrie is also soon to be married Congratulations Oh, thank you And her fiancé James actually wastes his time listening to our show Oh shit <laughs> For some reason So I want to say <laughs> shout out to James uh, you, Shout out uh, What's up? Anthony, why don't you tell James what you think of him?
3: Oh, hi James uh, What do I think of him? Yeah I got nothing. I just met the fucking guy. How am I supposed to think? What all, am I supposed all, to look, say? All you need to know is that he listens to our show. That's all hey, you really James, need to know. James, why the hell are you wasting your time on <laughs> our show? What the fuck? And go Ruggs, do something else.
2: Rugs, give James a shout out. Hi, James. I'm shouting out to you. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Do I sound good? <laughs>
0: there you go just for you james all right gang look if you're a first-time listener this is what we do this is the jock and nerd podcast where every week we sit down and we talk about uh geek comic book superhero related news reviews and interviews uh, this week is no different. We got a bunch of trailers. We're gonna be talking about a lot of budgets, which actually is not as boring as that sounds. Just coming out of my mouth, uh, budget <laughs> talk, uh, and then we're gonna find out about uh, Blazing Caribou Studios and the awesome work Miss Carrie Sims does over there. Let's start the show. Here's the news:
1: The Jock, the jock. and Ned yeah. Podcast.
0: Listener, if you want to interact, if you want to send us articles that you want to hear our thoughts on, or if you just want to hang out and say hi, just visit JockaNerd.com slash contact. It has various ways to contact us, the Twitters, the Facebooks. There's an awesome Facebook group where, like, everybody hangs out, and uh, all the listeners kind of post fun memes. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You could send us your voice. Get in touch. Get involved. Unfortunately, we gotta start the new section with a little bit of sad news. We've done this all throughout 2016, and it continues <laughs> in 2017. We, oh we gotta pay respects to two really talented people in the arts that we lost this week. The first guy had major ties to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just an amazing actor, and that is Powers Booth, who played Gideon Malik on Agents of Shield, and in he was in the Avengers, Captain America. He's in one of the movies. Also known for Deadwood, Sin City. The guy's been acting since like late 70s, early 80s. He was 68. And uh man, I've always loved first of all, I love the guy's name. What a badass name to have. Know, it sounds like he's dude. Superman. He's like yeah. he's got powers, he goes in a booth. And then uh come out then he, I mean, then he jerks off. Then he jerks <laughs> off. And then he's got power sperm. I mean, yes. if you're a, uh, you know, we talk about comic books and superheroes, and the dude's name is Powers unbelievable grizzly voice Anthony. you know the powers booth you know malik right i know malik
3: agents of shield yeah avengers yep. that guy in the fucking shadows whatever and other shit i'm sure he's In
0: tombstone rapid fire he was the president and vice president in 24 he was in rapid fire man did a lot uh carry any memories of the powers booth
1: oh geez um uh, sin city yeah that's what i oh, remember yeah, he's in from. Sin city. yeah he's pretty good in that but he's been in a bunch of like anything like comic booky? He's been touching this. He was in Deadwood too, wasn't he?
0: He was in Deadwood. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many movies he was in with Ali Young. (laughs) Probably half as many. Ali Young is in everything. Powers Booth also voiced Gorilla Grodd and Red Tornado in the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he has (laughs) the perfect Cy Tolliver on Deadwood. So that was said. This next one though, just happened last night. Uh, Pioneer. It's a musician the pioneer of the 90s alt rock scene chris cornell uh dead at age he was not that old how 52. old you 52. 52 52 so Jesus. this was a surprising story because they were on tour they had they just played a show in detroit yep and My hometown. the hometown and uh and then they find his body in his hotel initially yeah, detroit sucks yeah, Detroit really it is does. that bad. Yeah. Jesus, even Cornell, he's like, fuck this town. They found a band around his neck, and then it came out today, uh, ruled apparent death by suicide. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, hmm. like we said, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog. Like, the Soundgarden, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Allison in Chains. These guys ah. were there day one, and out of all of them, Eddie Vedder is still standing. I saw a funny post yeah. on Facebook. Someone's like, somebody bubble wrap Eddie Vedder quick.
2: Yeah, it, was, it hit
0: me pretty hard because yeah.
2: I, I didn't want it to be true. Right, I was like, ah, fuck you, don't don't say me that he's dead, because he he seemed like he was actually doing good. He was still out there doing shit. Yeah, what and he, uh, yeah. I didn't know that he had some kind of. Uh, I guess all of these fucking guys are de- are depressed because
0: wouldn't you be if the state of music that we're in today? Yeah, it is where it is. So major depression. Like, the thing about it, suicide hanging, is like I had a friend who who hung himself in two thousand three, and, and immediately. I was, like, upset. I was mad at him. I was legitimately mad at him because it's kind of a shitty, selfish thing, but you don't know what people are yeah. going through. But the other thing is, this is, you don't just do this, spur of the moment. This is something you have thought about. you thought about, where I, can I tie this thing? Will it hold my weight? Uh, it's it's a little premeditated, so this guy must have been struggling.
1: It's crazy because, like, he went and did a whole set. Yeah, that, and, like, how are you That's not high off the performance? Thing. Right. You know? you know? Are you sure it's not, like, audio like what is that audio to, auto audio slave or auto fix yeah we were saying like we that? don't know
0: if it's a david carradine situation i don't know
2: I've, his dick wasn't out like that's usually I think the I think he had his clothes. Yeah,
3: i don't think his hand was on his <laughs> penis yeah, when he was
2: out.
0: <laughs> then, then yeah then. <laughs> he had his clothes on rugs yeah. i know you're a big uh chris cornell fan favorite favorite song if you had to pick one
2: oh man there's so many i mean i i don't know all i like say hello to heaven yeah I love Hunger Strike. Hunger I love Strike. I love all the Temple of the Dog stuff. I love Soundgarden. You know I love uh, Bad Motorfinger. It was a great album.
0: Dude, Outshined is like the most Outshined. badass song ever. Yes. Uh, if you've seen True Romance, they use it in there, and it's awesome in that movie. And I would have this. I played the song on repeat, dude, when I first heard it. I was like, this is the fucking most badass song ever. Uh, Anthony, do you know Chris Cordell at all? Nope. The young fucking twelve year
2: old millennial. <laughs> <laughs> he did a cover of Michael Jackson's uh, "Billie Jean" that was really cool. That's
0: really good. He also did nothing compares to you cover. Yeah. That's really powerful. His Ave Maria is stunning. Is absolutely his, stunning. His his voice is just amazing. It like, was one yeah. of the
2: like. This is the thing. Uh, Eddie Vedder, you know, he was doing that like, mumbling type shit, and uh, him and. Um, the guy from Stone Temple Pilots, what's his name? Scott Whalen, Also, were, yeah. were two good singers. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. they were like actual. They could actually sing. Like Lane Staley had a, like a unique sound to his voice, right? And uh, but the best singers were were Cornell yep. and
0: and the other guy from Stone Temple Pilots, Scott Whalen. Cornell could sing fucking circles around all of them too. Man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. On yeah, if record. you if you ever just take a second, just Google the uh ave maria yeah. on uh on youtube it's just it and that's is like really opera amazing. man if you could pull off opera it is you know as a rock guy there are some high octaves in all of that so yeah it's just you could a, almost do four Peace. wow he could do four octaves almost Holy four
0: yeah like i like of four badass rock scream i mean the one of the best rock screams in all the music so that one was shocking man so uh rest in peace I think it's shocking cuz
1: it's our era. That's yeah. like when we were teenagers yeah. and you know like we were just coming of age, you know, 17, 18, 19, Absolutely. 20. And this was like our party scene. It's just like it's so weird cuz it it instantly made me feel like a thousand years old. I'm like, "Oh my god, how old am I?" And then I realized, I'm like, "Okay, this is just it's, this is just too it's soon." It's really
2: crazy when you try and get young people into this music because yeah. you you can't. No? This music is all about like uh, tearing yourself apart. Yeah, and right. all about like looking at yourself as a piece of shit, and yeah. all of this new music is all about oh I'm the best, I get laid, I have all these cars. Look at my fucking millennials yeah. <laughs> it's all about the bling, <laughs> and all, like, and the gave shit. Me everything. Yeah, so yeah, that's how it is. So it's like it's you, you try and be like, hey, listen to this. Like, why would you want to listen to that? It's so depressing. Yeah, like, I don't know. All right,
0: yeah, it's I guess it would be hard to relate to it now, but like you said, yeah. Carrie, man, I was, if you are in your late twenties, late teens, early twenties in the nineties, like this was, this was the shit. This was the, well, Nirvana
1: the was one of my favorites yeah. too. And what's nice is I kind of raised my daughter growing up a little bit with Nirvana. So her, one of her first favorite bands was that. And so she did get a taste of stone temple pilots and the Soundgarden garden and Pearl jam and all those things because of me, which nice. I'm happy for. Really? I feel it's our responsibility as adults To teach our children the right things. you (laughs) got to shove shove
0: this shit on them, whether they want it or not. shove
1: it down their mouth. Yep. Okay, (laughs) let's move on to
0: happier things. Enough with the death. Uh,
3: I'm glad I'm just spending time with like three Generation X people. This is awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You goddamn millennial. You better bring it. Look, maybe you have something to say about this next bit, and we are going to talk about the final Wonder Woman trailer uh, that's come out right before the movie's coming out June 2nd. Uh, This trailer... Shows you a lot of Diana as a little girl, uh, a lot of voiceover of her training, and then the action beats look incredible. Anthony, what did you think about this last, the official final trailer for Wonder Woman?
3: To be very honest, I didn't think much more than I thought the first two trailers. Yeah, yeah. I, this trailer is not showing me all that much different. Yeah. It it looked, the movie looks good. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see something different from DC. Hopefully the movie doesn't suck. And we'll just go from there. I mean, to be honest, this trailer wasn't much of anything new.
0: More of the same. I was still uh, impressed that they didn't like give away like who the bad guy is. They they did name drop Doctor Poison, yeah, which is that lady with the mask. Um, but we know there's another like Ares is another villain in this, and they didn't really show uh, the big. They may have showed parts of the final battle, but I felt they. See, were I don't even more.
3: think the casual fan knows that Ares is in yeah. this movie. So
0: that'll be that'll be a great surprise. Rugs, what'd you think of? Uh, what do you think of uh, Chris Pine? Is he just going to have one-liners throughout this whole movie? Because tra- every trailer, she says something, and then he's got a little line. And then she says something, and he's got a little line. And I hope there's more to his fucking character. I mean, I don't think there will be. do I, th- <laughs> no? I think they're trying to ki- – I mean, th- I've heard different
2: things that Chris Pine is like um, is almost stealing this movie. Really and I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that he has just one liners and and Gal Gadot is in the forefront. I think and- they
1: gave him like the bitch seat, like hey, like we just need you to sit back here and just kind of like make it kind of work. <laughs> Just in case this doesn't work out for us, we need to kind of recoup some money. So give him the bitch seat. You sit in the back there, buddy. I mean, but, uh... hopefully he's
0: like the damsel in distress and the whole thing is flip. But, Carrie, I'm interested to get a female perspective on this because my sister actually contacted me about this. She doesn't follow any of the shit, she doesn't watch the superhero movies, but she's like, hey, what's up with this Wonder Woman? I'm reading articles that it's like gender and equality and the first female led thing, but she's like, she's still wearing a skimpy costume. And I was like, "Well, the costume in the comic book is way sluttier. But why so. is wearing a skimpy costume have to do with anything?
2: I don't know. I like, don't if know. you if you watch basketball games, they're wearing like shorts and and whatever. Or if you watch wrestling, they're wearing. It's like it's it's the tools of the trade. It's a yeah, it's the uniform for the fucking uh, yeah. job you gotta do. And if you're impervious to like everything, why do you need to protect yourself with like bulky clothing? Correct. Correct. So, I mean, it's like people just want to like label shit and make everything bad cuz they feel like that everybody's got this guilt that they feel bad we were, about things.
1: We are definitely in the age of the soapbox, are we not? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, everybody has to take up and rise with a cause. Um for me, I mean, I think it's great that that finally there's something out there that's going to be, you know, uh, a female Role that's gonna you know as a superhero we haven't seen this yet and I'm excited to see it I'm hoping that a little bit of the advertising doesn't just go like oh buy Wonder Woman pads and tampons and you that, know well, buy Wonder done, Woman pink razors they, they were like uh,
0: I think they were marketing like diet pills. <laughs> With yeah, see, self.
1: you know, and what's really funny is like I was watching the trailer and like it was some kind of like dumb commercial came up and it was so feminine. And I was like, oh my god, why are you doing this? Like, like don't target stuff like that. Like for me, like what I really want to see is that this is like an empowerment mo- movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's strong. She yeah. is strong and i remember thinking like growing up when when i was little there was two characters i really i really um identified with wonder woman was one and the other was wolverine my dog's name was wolverine you can go with that's that. awesome so i'm excited to see this come out now i have this theory like why dc movies don't work okay because because honestly i, I mean it's just a t- it's it's total bullshit what i'm gonna say so i don't even know if this will work but Here's my feeling. Okay, so costumes, right? I've noticed, like, Logan and, like, you know, all the other movies and stuff like that that do really well, even, like, the first Iron Man and stuff, they weren't in costume for very long, you know? But when they did it, it meant something. Right. And I find, like, you know, like, Batman versus Superman kind of a thing, it's like, God damn it, would you get out of your fucking party clothes? Could you maybe do some acting and maybe not fly around a little bit? You know, because what is this shit? So what happens is, is like all I'm seeing is a codpiece and I'm not really seeing the movie behind what's going on. And that's what drives me nuts. So it's like I noticed like when we we reviewed uh, Logan on Brokebot Mountain and we loved it and we – we said something like that where it was just kind of like, you know, there was so much acting to this. I'm hoping. And what I saw from the trailer was, yes, there's costume, but it's when it's supposed to be costume, you know? And, and at the same time though, you get to see her other side, you know, like for, for example, I don't feel that like Superman, right? You don't get this whole characterization of him, When he's Clark, it's almost just kind of like an afterthought. It's like, oh, we got to make him Clark once in a while. But his story is really when he's in this costume. And so I think, like, the problem is he's always in these tights and I just kind of go, eh. I I lost it in Arrow. Arrow. The same reason, because all of a sudden, it was just one season, all of a sudden, everybody's in a fucking costume. (laughs) They
0: all have masks now.
1: They all have masks, even, you know, fucking, what's his name, Dingler, Diggler, John Diggle, Diggle, Diggle. yeah. Oh my god, I I was just like, why is he in a costume? I'm like, I hate this show now. Like, I went from, I I went from like, okay, digging it, like how I was with The Flash, to... I can't watch this anymore. It's like a bunch of adults just running around in costumes and I couldn't handle it. A little
0: bit. I could see that. I mean, the problem, what you just pointed out is that uh, there's no character development in these movies. And that's the biggest problem is they just want them out there posing and they don't bother to like, let you uh, get invested in the character. Now that's why I like what we saw in this trailer is you see her growing up. You see her training. Hopefully we will Mm -hmm. care about, Diana. And that's all this movie has to do. Uh, The the other thing this movie has to do is make enough money to be successful. This part is interesting. We're talking about budgets and marketing. This movie actually had a larger budget marketing budget than Suicide Squad, despite not that many trailers or things. They might ramp up the production, the, the marketing now that it's just less than a month away. But more importantly, this movie has the smallest budget of all these DCEU movies so far. Uh, mm-hmm. It's estimated to be $120 million, which is $100 million less than Man of Steel, less than half the cost of Batman versus Superman, and $50 million less than Suicide Squad. And I think this is a bonus uh, that it is going to be less. Anthony, do you think that the, this budget is uh, is going to work for them? Because really, they just got to make about like $400 million worldwide for them to consider <laughs> this a success.
3: I mean 120 million is still 120 it's still million a lot. Right? Where you're acting like this is like some indie film right. with getting a 120 million dollar budget. Will it work? I mean we've seen the trailers they're not like trying to destroy half a metropolis right. like Man of Steel so right. it should be fine. I mean it seems like they shot a lot of stuff on location. A lot of stuff that and there's not like world like build like they did World War 1 but there's not like tall skyscrapers that they got to CGI destroy and all that stuff so I think regardless fine. of
2: the movie like there's enough anticipation going into this that it's going to make its money back within two weeks.
3: It should. It, Wonder Woman is like this is a huge character. profile
2: yeah. character. Yeah, unless the movie is complete garbage. Yeah, yeah.
0: word of mouth should gonna make kill it. it. It should
2: it should make its money back.
3: And even with curiosity alone, it should make its It needs back. good early reviews,
0: and uh, it'll be
3: okay. It, I don't think it needs – I mean, no. Batman v Superman had shit reviews and still – I mean, yeah. it didn't make a billion dollars, but it made
2: enough money I mean, where they're like, we'll keep going. Suicide Squad was disgusting, and it made a lot of money. It made
3: shit
1: yeah. I'd go see it just because I'd support the genre, to be honest with you. Okay. Like I, not only that, and I, I would support you know feminism a little bit. So I'm like, I'd go see it. I'd be like, hey, here's my seven bucks. You're cool. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll give into that because you know what that's going to do. You always need like those movies, like the star Wars movie that came out, you know, with uh what's her name? That uh, was the forerunner in that, uh, Ray, uh, Daisy Ray, Ridley. Exactly. Yeah. That was, that was kind of, you know, um, interesting to see that, but you know, she, she had all these other like roles and things. And I was, I'm really excited to see this because it is just so dominated. And this is such a do- male dominated thing that. You know, girls like this stuff, too. Yeah. As you know, Imran, because, you know, you're on my show that I'm, like, so interested in it. But I think there's a fear there that women don't know how to get involved in some of the comics because it's so... Tightly, it's such a tightly knit Mm -hmm. community, and Mm -hmm. it's so male dominated that when you do have people like Fiona Staples that come in, and you know, you find out, oh, that's a woman doing that, it's exciting for other women, and we need more of that. We need to see more of that. So, that's interesting. I think we need a balance, we definitely need a balance. So, I'm I will pay for it whether it sucks or not. I like that, and
0: I think this will get women into the geek conversation finally because. Uh Kate Amatazu from See Here's the Thing, she's already booked her appearance when we review the movie. I was like, You're you are you can she she's like, Can I review that with you? I was like, You're booked, you got it, it's yours. So Yeah, I might have to come back with her. Her and I both. Oh boy. That? Oh, boy. I don't know if we can handle both of yous. Yeah, why not? (laughs) We
3: we already get enough estrogen with Imran on here. I don't know if we can handle (laughs) two more (laughs) females. I don't
0: know what that means.
3: Uh. (laughs) It (laughs) means you carry two sets of genitalia.
2: That means you're hermit.
3: Or none.
0: Hey, we accept all kinds (laughs) here. Whether you're a jock, a nerd, whether you got one set of genitalia, (laughs) the other set, both sets. Maybe you'd have no genitalia. I don't know. No judgment. That's cool. You can listen. All right. Look, speaking of box office, let's move on to the MCU and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I wanted to see how much money this movie has made so far. So, two hundred million dollar production budget as of May seventeenth. Domestically, it's made two hundred and sixty three million dollars worldwide. Six hundred and forty six. Whoa! And we never even got to go get the opening weekend because we reviewed the movie so goddamn fast. Opening weekend: one hundred forty six million and some change. A very good opening weekend. Good numbers. It's only been in release thirteen days. Wow. Uh, That's all good It's going to hit a billion easily. I think it's going to hit a billion billion. as well. Yeah. That's going to be a cash cow for Marvel. Now, Ruggs, we never got your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, Can you give us your quick rug down of the movie?
2: Yeah, I can give you a
0: quick one. Okay, let me give you this. (laughs)
2: Here's the rug down. So I listened to your review, and you guys were all like gushing over it. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool and all. And I, I heard a lot of people gushing over it. And so when I, when I went to the movie, I expected it to be this great movie and I, I liked it less than the first Guardians of the Galaxy. It wasn't a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. I did think that it had a lot of weakness in it. I thought a lot of the jokes did not land. Uh, I thought a lot of the stuff was uh, uneven. Like, um, the comedy went from being, it went from being Guardians of the Galaxy to being space balls. It was just like, uh, it, it went over way over to the edge. Like when he did that Pac-Man thing, yeah. I was like, all right, now you you, <laughs> yeah. you, you, or when they did that, like the Jim Carrey mask, like uh, yeah, melting, the, yeah. when they were uh, yeah. hopping through the universe, I was yeah. like, all right, this is way too, like, now you're like, or even when- in The Hasselhoff. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things in yeah. there that was just, they didn't need to go there. Yeah. They didn't even get a laugh. That that Pac Man thing got no nothing. It was crickets. Yeah. When it when when that thing came out, so they didn't need to go there. I hated the gold people. I hated that some of the dialogue was so telegraphed. Like as soon as you see the gold people, they're like, "We don't have sex. We generate." Like, why is that in the conversation? Like, <laughs> asked is he, you.
1: <laughs> like, Isn't that how you introduce yourself usually at parties, Rug Boy? I don't have sex. I have no penis. because yeah. I'm felt.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Anyway, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, yeah, it just seemed like it was just like in an inappropriate or like, just not, it just felt out of place. It was like exposition put in there. And then these, there are these advanced creatures that are beyond everything, but they're like so petty and stupid. And, yeah. and, and, uh, Th- then, like, fighting
1: I can't play a video game for shit either. Yeah, and that—that that, <laughs> is Just that, fire at like, them,
2: and that made it stupid too. Because they had those. I didn't like those video game noises, and I thought that them piloting these little things it completely made like the space battles meaningless because they're just they're in not Thrones. in drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, okay, this 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 is not working. These gold people are not working. So there was that, and there was the fact that uh, uh, Drax was just laughing all the time at himself, <laughs> like. He did it, like, seven or eight times.
1: He was different. He was definitely different in this one than he was the first one. the thing, though.
0: He's supposed to be Drax the Destroyer, like, this mm -hmm. badass, like, killing machine, and uh, maybe they undermined his character a little bit with the jokes. I didn't get the
2: the, the ego plot, either, because ego's like, I'm lonely. I wanted to have sons. I want to have kids. And then his end resolution is that, fuck it. I just want everything to be me, and I'll be alone again. The whole entire universe will be be me, and so there'll be nothing else. So he'll be he wanted to be lonely again. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. So I I just didn't get the point of the of, of his whole arc. So <laughs> I was just like, ah, I'm like, I liked the movie. It was funny. It was entertained in places. I did like Yandu. I uh, even though like it's hard to like a guy that just murders people all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just murdered like guys that he was bu- boys with. There's a the, lot of killing. Yeah, yeah. And like and, and it was like meaningless. It was yeah. just like he just walked out, killed a bunch of people, and it was like no big deal, and uh whatever. So it's like I understand that it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but I was like some of these things just were like, eh, I was just like, okay, this is just like I can see that there's no rules to this. It's just completely ruleless, and so I always like to have some kind of rules that you bend but don't break. And this right. was seem, this seemed to just go wherever it felt felt like having to go to get the laugh to go to go and, do you this. know,
0: the expectations were also crazy because a lot of people regard the first movie as like the best MCU movie ever. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there was a whole faction of people who enjoyed the second one more than the first one. Yeah, uh, but I, can,
3: I just want to say something yeah, real quick. Yeah. For those that think we always agree on everything, yeah. there's, there's your. There you go. Uh, I was gonna say Anthony point.
0: comment to Rugboy's thoughts.
3: No, I, we've already talked about it yeah. at length. I yeah. don't know if we need to discuss yeah. it any no, further I, than Rugboy. But I just wanted to yeah. point out that we don't always agree on shit. And you know, you despite
0: all these plot holes, like I, it still worked for me. Like the movie was still fun. I was like, yeah, there's a yeah.
1: plot well, holes. I didn't fun. say it was a
2: piece of garbage. Yeah, I just yeah. said I like like the first one better.
0: And yeah,
1: that's
2: not
3: exactly a negative well, thing. He just, yeah. he just liked the first one yeah. better. Yeah,
1: accidentally, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one was like, like uh, on FX. Like two days later, after I saw this one. Yeah, and so I, of course, watched it, and I, I was a little confused because Drax's character was so, so different. And if you actually like watch it, you know, and then try to try to see the um, the character arc, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, but. I will say this, like, I enjoyed both. I am a lover of both. I did like both of them. I thought that, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie. So it's just like, you know, one of those things that came out, and I was like, ah, this is it. This is what I like. The only down thing I have to say is, after watching the second one, is that I like the soundtrack better on the The second as opposed to the first. Because the first one actually had some, like, some 80s tunes and some, you know, some really kind of like crazy riffs that I was like, it didn't kind of fit where it should. And we kind of talk at length in Brokebot about about music, and I have have a tendency to kind of notice it a little bit more, and the soundtrack
0: um, in the second one was more integrated into the story.
1: It, it exactly, and I and I really felt that a little bit more in the second one as opposed to the first. But that's the only thing I'm going to disc okay. because I just, I just, I liked them both. Like I was thoroughly entertained. I laughed when I think you were supposed to laugh. I am trying to encourage James and his nephews to do the group dance for our wedding. <laughs> oh no, the whole thing! It's all I want. It's all. I'm like, it's all I want. I'm like, you don't even have to say I do. Just do the fucking group dance. That's all I want. I want to see that. And so Mr. Blue Sky?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> all right, well, I
0: got a really hilarious story here uh, that I, I want to get a quick female perspective on. Oh, uh-oh. uh oh. According to the Texas publication The Statesman, a man filed suit against a first date after he claims. The woman was texting during the screening of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at an IMAX theater in Austin, Texas. Oh, shit. The man, 37-year-old Brandon Vesmar, is suing the unidentified woman in a small claims court For $17.31, the amount of the ticket he bought for her to see the movie with him in 3D. According to the Statesman, Vesmer calls the experience kind of a first date from hell since he claims the woman, 35, started texting about 15 minutes before the movie started. In the small claims court petition, Vesmer says the date activated her phone at least 10 to 20 times in 15 minutes to read and send text messages. When Vesmer says he asked the woman to text outside the theater, she left and didn't come back, leaving the man stranded because she drove them both to the venue. Oh, shit. Contacted by the statesman for comment, the woman countered. I had my oh phone my low, and I wasn't bothering anybody. Claiming she was texting a friend to help her through a fight with a boyfriend, the woman added, it wasn't like constant texting. Uh, she's also ordered a filed protective order against Vesmar, claiming the man con- contacted the woman's little sister to get the money back james gunn tweeted this article and he's like why stop it suing she deserves jail time uh i don't <laughs> yeah. know maybe maybe yeah. It yeah. extreme hey,
3: let me let me say something yeah real let's quick. start with you Anthony. before Imran reads the entire fucking document reading. on the trial right. um first date yeah. movie yeah. terrible idea yeah. uh, all every every time okay yes Agreed. because here's why you're on a first fucking date, you're trying to get to know the person or show them something different. Right. Let's be quiet Number for two hours. Yeah, let's pick and <laughs> be quiet for two thing. hours. What do you expect? Yeah. She's going to take uh-huh. her fucking phone out <laughs> because she's sitting next to someone that she's never met in her life <laughs> for you. two
2: fucking hours. That's right.
3: stupid. Wow. That guy deserves it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know. He pulled the stupidest move. If you wanted to really piss that girl off because she was texting, you should have been like, I'm going to the bathroom. And then left. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's but, a But then voice. I realized that she drove him there. See, goes,
3: it's just stupid. Yeah, that's Ron, You long. probably take girls on first dates to the, the, the movie theater, but that's a dumb idea. Don't ever do it. No?
0: Okay. No. Well, take notes first. I listened to Anthony's sex tips, so I know what to well, do. Yeah, there. Anthony has uh we have a bonus episode on Patreon, yeah. The Art of the Pickup, and so w- ner- Perry,
1: would you not agree? Oh, I I thoroughly <laughs> agree. Yeah. I I I couldn't agree with you more, Anthony, on this. I mean, I, I personally think that like first of all, this is not a first, first date. I had this date. Okay. This is great. So this guy, I was getting my car fixed, and he had the nerve to ask me out. And he was just, he was, he was like working at Goodyear or whatever, right? <laughs> and I was like, I was probably like 19 years old. And I said to myself, you know what? Man. That takes balls to ask a girl out that he doesn't even know. And he probably just... A mechanic. The mechanic is asking you out. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like dropping my car off. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a chance, right? I'm like, I'm going to give... I'm that girl. I was like, I'm going to give this guy a chance. He invites me, you know, to go out. And he picks me up. And I'll just... This is the inner workings of a woman, right? So he picks me up and we go see House Party with Sinbad. Do you remember this movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So Rest in peace movie, is he dead? This um. movie is hilarious. Well, what's really funny is I used to live in uh, in the Detroit area and we went to a movie theater that he wasn't familiar with that was completely filled with an all black cast and we were the whiteies. And we walked in <laughs> nice. right and we and it was great. It was the best experience I've ever had because they were laughing and talking and like talking to the screen and I'm just laughing because it was, it was such a fun experience. I look over, not a crack, not a smile, not a wince. And I'm like, who is this guy? Right. And so I was totally uncomfortable. I guarantee you, if I would have had, like, a phone myself, I would have been, like, texting, him like, who am I out with? This is such a loser. And then he takes me to dinner, right? And so I go out to dinner, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm never going to see this guy again. He's probably having an awful time because, like, I'm laughing. I'm, And I'm pulling out my best shtick. And this was at the prime when I was doing stand-up comedy. I'm pulling out my best shtick. I'm, like, hitting him left and right, and he's just like, ha, ha, ha that's great and i was so uncomfortable i was like what is this i'm like the most uncomfortable date ever so we go out to dinner and i ordered prime rib oh good for you good for you (laughs) i ordered dessert i ordered all the stuff and i'm like i'm never gonna see him again i might as well get a good meal out about this right good for you so he drops me off whatever 40 is later he calls me and he said will you go out with me again this is the best date i've ever had oh my god you fucking and that was the whole thing that's my whole point about this whole story is the fact that this guy is 37 years old he's taking this woman out at a movie theater to go see guardians of the galaxy and i actually live with a movie buff who cannot stand it if i'm in bed and we're about to hit play on a show he's like are you are you you done with your are you done with your phone (laughs) well that's the thing he's 37 he should know better right and i'm like I'm like, I yes, mean, I'm putting my phone down. You can go ahead and hit the button. It's We're ready to go. And I get it. But here's my point, okay? If he had a complaint, why is he suing her? I'm like, he's a dick. Like, he's just a dick. He, he's just a dick. He's a dick. Like, if he needs his money back, go tell the people at the movie store and say, like, oh, uh, this girl, like, was doing this, and I need my $17. Uh, you know, he, and he's a, get, he's they're a, like, oh, we're sorry. Hey, listen. You know? I mean?
2: I mean, I've been in movies where people have annoyed the fuck out of you with their phone. So it's like, I understand the guy's pain, but he's being a complete douchebag. Sue everybody. I don't know. Sue them all.
3: Uh, I, I just think, on a of principle of, of asking a girl out on her first day and taking him to a movie,
2: you, you're a moron. Yeah, you're asking for trouble, dude. Don't do it, guys. Well, nice. You've a already
1: knocked out the conversation, so there's just no point Boy, at yeah. that point. So, right. yeah, you're the loser for doing that, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, so $17.31 to shove it up your ass. Listen,
0: here's a movie that you should probably take a girl to on a first date. Spider-Man Homecoming uh, that's coming Uh, out in July. No, Imran. Nope. Shouldn't take him on a first date. it's
2: It's
3: the movie. It's not, it's not the. the Did you just actual, listen to what yeah.
2: What he just said? God I,
3: damn it, Emron. Maybe a second date then. No, Imran. Imran was, the whole time, Emron was thinking about what he wanted to say.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Wait, there's other people on here. All right, look, you fuckers. Did you see the Spider Man home clubbing clip? Rugs, no. What? you didn't see it? You refused to watch this? Yes, I refused to watch them. Uh, look. That's it's actually smart. It, it, it's smart. It's smart because, uh, as we all know, these trailers and clips give away every fucking thing, but there's a lot of things to like in this clip. Like I was kind of impressed. Like I like he's using his powers in a, in a fun Spider-Man way by like using one foot to close the window. And then you see this chemistry between him and the guy playing Ned Leeds, And, uh, it made me smile. So, uh, if this is the tone of the movie, I'm, it's kind of, it kind of sold me a little bit more on this movie.
3: You're going to love it Imran. run. Um, I probably will. <laughs> I liked it. I, I, yeah. I've, I've been sold. So I've, I, I liked it. The chemistry between him and, uh, ganky i'm not calling him that yeah, he's Leeds. totally it's fucking, ganky it's he's ganky. not that Leeds. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's great and it's also a fun little scene for sure i mean the only the only thing that's different and probably the old school fans will kind of be bothered is that man it seems like already a, a more than a few people already know his fucking a identity a lot of
0: people yeah yeah and i mean it's your ultimate teenage spider-man and still like the weird vendaya thing uh that she, like, she's playing michelle and it's like not mary jane mary jane's character and she's just giving him shit the whole time so that got me intrigued. I'm like, who is this fucking girl? Why is Zendaya in this? Who is she playing? <laughs> uh, this movie's also projected $135 million opening projection. How much? $135, they're estimating. Uh, I bet it beats that.
1: Oh, it beats that. In
0: open- I mean, if Guardians did $146, the- you think yeah, this thing's got to get bigger. It's fucking Spider Man.
1: This kid is like, I mean, they teased him in uh, Avengers, and it's, it was yeah. like so smart. Yeah. And because everybody's like, <gasps> Oh we a Spider-Man movie? We are so excited. And the thing is, is like I feel like he is Michael J. Fox rebooted. Oh, I could see that a little bit. I love him. Yeah. His voice is cracking. Yeah. Everything is like happy. Like, I swear to God, if it was 20 years ago, Michael J. Fox could play this. Yeah, this he's teenager. You know? re- yeah. Yeah, that teenagery, like, hey guys, what's going on? You know, that cracky voice and everything like that. He's just, he's just perfect. And it's there's there's really a good story there, and he's fine. They finally, I think, are getting it right. And so, people are excited to see that. They want to see that again. Same reason for Wonder Woman. You know, are they finally getting it right? We want to see it. Well, We're done. See, like, this is, but, but this is Marvel,
0: dude. Marvel always oh, brings oh, it, they always get it right.
1: Yeah, well, always they
0: haven't made in the 15 movies. They haven't made like a bad clunker movie. They've all been rated very well. So, I mean, and he's going to be Spider-Man for a number of years. Uh, Let's move on. We got a bunch of trailers. Let's move on to this next trailer. We got a third trailer for War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Anthony is very excited for this movie. He's the Big Apes guy. I'm exci- I was so excited for this movie. I thought it was coming out this week, but yeah, it's, it's that was, not. That a, was quite
3: a confusing conversation. I know it's
0: Alien Covenant that's coming out this he, week. He goes yes. to me, not fucking Planet oh, of the Apes. I, I can't wait to watch Planet of the Apes
3: this weekend. I'm like, what are you talking yet. about? Yeah, I'm like, Alien Covenant coming. I was like, no, and Planet of the Apes. I'm like, they're like, Imran, they're both the like same, same These movies color aren't the palette. Same. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, they're the same though. you like,
0: great. Anthony, what do you think about this new trailer? It's
3: just more of the same. I'm fucking loving this, dude. This right? is like fucking Shakespeare, dude. Caesar or the planet. Of Apes, and that little fucking ape with the blue oh eyes. Oh, my God. Whatever, the little goofy, the, the goofy ape that is. is awesome. That goofy looking yeah. ape. Oh, my gosh. that t- Combine that with, uh, what's his name? Woody Harrelson, like, kind of showing, like, a little bit of, like, comedy, even yeah. though he's making, like, a serious spe- speech. Yeah. Dude, I've been
0: sold. I've been sold. I've been sold since the first one. These these CGI mocap primates never look so fucking good. Like I'm just like transfixed. That I'm like, that's not real. How is that not real? It looks amazing. There's one
3: quick uh, poster where it's like the the apes lined up with in the background, and then the humans lined up in the foreground. And there's like a couple of defector apes on there. Yeah. And there's like a little detail, but some of them are wearing helmets, and they and then written on the helmet it says like donkey. Oh wow. So I think it's like dis- no. I think it's to distinguish that these apes are the human ones that like the humans should not shoot. But it's it's funny they call them donkeys a like m- as if it's like a derogatory term. Yeah. They're like eh, they're just donkeys monkey, on our donkey.
2: side. It's just a monkey. Whenever you watch these trailers, especially now that we're we're getting into a full ratcheted up war, yeah, it's it's very it gives you instant conflict because you're human and you you don't want the world to be taken over by apes, yeah. But at the same time, you feel for the apes. Yeah. You have this conflict. Just you don't know who to root for. It's kind of like civil war almost, where you mm-hmm. don't know right. like wh- where your your heart lies when you're
0: watching this trailer. Like you should be rooting for a man, uh, but if man's gonna be such a douche. I'm, this is all James Franco's fault, by the way. Fucking <laughs> isn't James everything? Fran- everything is James Franco's fault. You could just blame him for everything. Uh so. Anthony, what I wanted to know from you is: This is they said. This is the end of the trilogy. This is kind of the end of Caesar's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, is where do you want to see this going? Is this leading up to like the original movies?
3: That's kind of always been the the thought that I've had is that this movie would probably end with uh, Charles Charles Heston. What's his name? Charles Heston. Yep. His character mm-hmm. going off into space. Like that. That would be like the apropos ending for this but I'm sure they're going to want to keep this going especially if this makes money so
0: well you said Charlton Heston I have to play this you maniac!
4: you blew it up Uh oh, damn you god damn you all hell!
0: <laughs> that's so
3: awesome ideally I would like to see it end yeah. where it's like this is the end of the trilogy yeah. and like a nice little nod to the 60s with the space thing but, like, I would like to see it end here and, like, this be a true trilogy and, like, not add on any movies because everything's been so franchised nowadays. Yeah. Like, they, I want I mean, to just see, the cl- see some closure to a well, story. Well, this is
0: the Caesar that in those movies that they talk about, right, that they uh, revere as, they like, do, a messiah.
3: I don't know if it's necessarily, like, the. I don't know. It is this Caesar. It could be this Caesar. Oh, you
0: don't even think it's the same Caesar?
3: Huh. Well, I think it, I think this is a new continuity, but they could link it
0: back to that hmm. 60s. Kerry, okay, are you a fan of these uh, Apes movies? Um, I've never seen one. Oh, they're so good. Oh, you have to watch. Oh, back to the beginning. Watch the first two. They're amazing.
1: I can't lie. I can't like sit here and like try to bullshit you. I've never seen them. Um, I was, I grew up with a lot of like musicals. Um, so my mom would, uh, either put on, uh, either like, um, a musical or I would see like, I love Lucy or, uh, I uh, God, uh, Charlie Chaplin or things like that. Th- that's what I watched growing up. So, um, I was kind of stuck in the fifties because my mom was born in the, like, you know, the forties and she always played the fifties shit. So she didn't like, they didn't like this stuff growing up. Yeah, and I was really yeah. never exposed to it, yeah. which really sucks because I've been finding out lately. I'm like, uh. Now I got to go back and I'll tell you, my biggest one was um, Star Trek was my biggest one because I like, I'm like, I I don't know why I would watch these like the, like, you know, the ones with the original. uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. The originals. And then I was introduced to the second series of them.
0: The Next Generation. And
1: I, yes. They're amazing. That's and I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm a fan. So now do, do yourself
0: do? a favor. Watch Rise right. of the Planet of the Apes. Watch Dawn that- of the Planet of the Apes. And then go see this movie. This, is, uh, this has been an under-the-radar, solid franchise that has surprised mm-hmm. everyone. So mm-hmm. you won't... Uh, you, I'm telling you.
3: And, no. I, and I really feel like... You have to see the first two yes. to really appreciate yes. this yes. third because
0: one. Because you see, that this character, Caesar, this fucking Andy Serkis, this mocap ape, his character arc is amazing. Like, you see, you feel for this character, and it's a fucking primate. Fake primate. It's crazy. Okay. It's really good. It's really Not good. I have to say one thing
2: because yes. she mentioned Star Trek, and I just yes. want to jump in while I have the thought. Uh, Seth MacFarlane is making a show called The Orville. Yes. Have you seen oh, this? I saw that. Yes, yes. What is it? It looks Rugs. hilarious. It, it's basically like. A Star Trek uh, spoof? spoof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like Seth MacFarlane, he's the captain of this like Enterprise type ship. And it's, it's like a huge comedy and it's going to be a series on Fox. I'm actually psyched to see this. And there's actually another actual real deal Star Trek yes. series that's yep. coming out with the girl from uh, Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. That's and then, why and that killing. clip is out and it actually looks pretty cool
1: too. Yeah, it
0: does. Uh, so, the uh, the the Orville thing—it's like a space. They're space balls for Star Trek instead yeah, of Star Yeah, it's Wars. basically mm-hmm. Star Trek space ball. Oh, I love it. I got to check or that Galaxy out. Or Galaxy Quest, which Galaxy is already Quest another great the series, series yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right on. I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, next trailer. Let's move on to the small screen. Marvel is giving us another X Men show. We got Legion on FX, which was a really weird kind of outside the X Men universe. I loved it. Eight episodes. Dan Stevens fantastic this one though this is as X-Many as you get on the small screen this show is called The Gifted and they put out their first trailer and I gotta say dude I would I would would totally watch this I was kind of psyched you get a lot of X-Many shots you get uh, X-Men Brotherhood mention you see Jamie Chung as Blink
3: can I throw a quick shot at you Imran of course it's just because I like to. Yeah. Um, that's
0: what the show's for. It's my favorite. Is there part ever the been show? a
3: trailer that you've watched and went like, eh, "I'm not going to watch that"? I mean, you did sit I through a whole season Powerless, of Powerless that got yeah.
0: canceled.
3: <laughs> I just, I just, just want to throw that out. Look, there. Continue. Move,
0: moving forward next year. There's so much shit coming out. I don't, I don't think I can be. We're going to gonna keep watch it, it all. Shut I don't, up. I don't think. I don't know how you have time to watch it all. Anyways, back to the trailer. You see <laughs> little fucking sentinels and shit, and uh, it's this family that's on the run. And what's weird is the family's last name is Strucker. Which is very curious, meaning uh, in terms of the Baron Strucker and the MCU. Mm. But this is Fox, so uh,
3: I heard they're coming together for this. Actually, though,
0: they, I mean, if so, is this I is, heard that
3: Fox needed permission from Marvel to run something on TV.
0: Oh. they couldn't
3: do they could own the characters on the big screen, but for TV, they needed to collaborate. So
0: this is like a Fox Marvel studio. Marvel's that's TV I production. think don't quote me on yeah. that,
3: but that's what I thought I read
0: somewhere. That's interesting. And I could see that because these are uh, this. Like you said, it's a different use. Rugs, what do you think of this trailer? It has potential.
2: They're keeping a lot close to the vest. They're not really revealing a lot. But they did mention Polaris,
0: yeah, right? You see, yeah, you see her a little bit. She's got like yellow glowy shit.
2: Yeah. So there's things that are, that are interesting. They mentioned the bro- the Brotherhood. They meant you know, they there is, I think there might be that dude, um Proudstar. Uh
0: yeah, his name is uh John Proudstar, aka Thunderbird. So a lot lot of uh main characters from X-Men continuity. Carrie, would you watch this show?
1: Oh my god, all over it. Yeah. I love X-Men. I I love, 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 love X-Men. So yeah, I'd be all over this show. They were, you know, I, I watched the trailer, and I was watching like this. This kid like have his little breakdown yeah, in there, and so uh, X-Men. that's it's so X Men. And you know, I always what I always like about um, characters like this is that kind of feels a little bit like heroes. I really liked heroes when it first came out, and then it went. Pfft. Yeah, I never even. I, watched, I never happened even to watched it. that shit. Like heroes, what was cool about it was ordinary people, and you would not suspect them to be extraordinary and that's what i've always liked about the x-men they were always these people that were just you know laying in the shadows kind of a thing and just boom they were these extraordinary type of you people. get a lot and of I,
0: that in this like they're outcasts and you just want the outcasts to like strike back and fucking take the bullies down right. and it was like i mean when i was bullied i wish i had x-men powers
1: <laughs> what is so brilliant about this is there's nobody in here that you recognize no there's a- amy
0: acker the mom
1: is amy like acker. that's really yeah. it that's really it. Yeah. But other than that, they're pretty much unknowns. And I, that's, that's great. I love it when they do that too, because you get to learn to love the character.
0: I just love how she's like stealing from a vending machine with her powers. Like that's the fun. Can, stuff.
3: I, <laughs> can, can I pour some water on this one? Sure. Sure. Because it wouldn't it be me without being negative no, about something. Be, it um, it's produced, I think by Brian Singer. My only issue with this is it seems like it's the same thing where the X-Men are persecuted and they're running away yeah. and they need to like, yeah. and like, I'm sorry, but we've been getting this story about the X-Men since 2000. Yeah, with with Brian Singer. Yeah. Can we get new stories? The X-Men do more than just get persecuted all the time. I know it's an allegory for it, but they had adventures in space. They had family drama. They have all sorts of other it's things. A good point? No, it's and a good if point. we keep getting the same story, yeah. and then, what, what's the point? Why, why are we telling this story again 17 years later? I mean, he's, Maybe there's more to the show. He's but, to Be honest
1: with you is the name of this show. You've got Jock and Nerd, and that's basically what this it's is all about. Well, look, Brian Singer yeah, is the nerves and the jacks. Is and it's always, it's, yeah, it's definitely the story of, of, of everything. It's like the nerds just want to be heard. It's relatable. So. Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. Oh, this, this is stupid.
1: <laughs> this
3: show sucks. It's, it's, it's stupid. Like Brian Singer, tell another fucking story. Yeah. No, I mean, I do kind of... This is a, like David yeah. S. Goyer writing yes. the script for Batman yes. Begins and then writing the same exact script for uh, Man of Steel. Yes.
1: Well, would you give it a chance, yes. though? Like, Would you like to see it? if there's a storyline behind it? Mm,
0: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let's see if we'll watch this next show that we have a trailer for. It. it's uh, another... DCCW superhero show joining the Flash Arrow Legends of Tomorrow Supergirl and it's Black Lightning. They just put out a new trailer. Uh, again, you know what I'm going to say, Anthony? I, I will check this I out. I can't wait. Look, oh,
2: Anthony, this, this is the worst costume I've ever the, seen. Okay, I know, I want so the trailer.
0: that's the only thing is by the end of this, I was like, what is with the fucking glowy fluorescent lightning shit on him? It looked better in the promotional picture they put out before. But it looks it looks like an LED piece of shit in this thing. Like, it looks
2: horrible. Why?
0: Mm-hmm. Why? And it's about a, a retired a guy who was a superhero, like, in 2005. And he kind of gave it up to raise his family. He's a principal. But then there's all sorts of crime. He's got to come <laughs> out. How do they not know it looks bad? I don't know. Like, the, the uh, it, it, <laughs> like, how I, do they not I don't know? Like, anybody who's blind. Yeah, but, they, I, but it, they've nailed, since, like, some of the, uh, like, the Flash costume on CW is not bad. Like, this shit sure. with this fucking blue and yellow lightning thing oh my god what is this it's bad it's
3: it reminds bad. me of um Deathlox costume on agents of uh, shield yeah
0: but worse because but, but
3: with but with uh, a light up button yeah
0: with like led christmas lights on it for some reason i'm sure the show will be okay i actually. mean i get uh, it he's black lightning and he controls lightning but oh my god. yeah but you don't even need you don't need all that that I don't know. It doesn't need to light up. Why do they no. think? Why do they find, uh, feel the need? He to lights li- up. That he, should be the yes, thing. He lights up. The costume doesn't have to light up like it's powered by a couple yeah. of nine volt fucking batteries. Oh, <laughs> uh, geez. And uh, the other interesting thing about the show is that they've said that it is not part of the Arrowverse. Meaning, really? Yeah, that's surprising. Meaning they they they're not going to do like a five part crossover. How would they do that? Not not initially. <sighs> Uh, CW president Mark Pedowitz confirmed that Black Lightning, which will premiere midseason, is not a part of the extended network. We do not aim to do a five-way crossover. Black Lightning at this time is not part of the Arrowverse. It is a separate situation.
3: Let me tell you something. When this show starts declining in the ratings, because it will, um, they're going to do a crossover with Arrow and Flash real quick.
0: Well, the next sentence here goes, but... There will be a big fourth quarter crossover with all four of the shows oh, well, there you go. All yeah. in the fall. Oh, so I don't know, he's saying it's not, but we're gonna do a crossover. But you're right. They're gonna need uh that You w- just need that like that boost, yeah. that rub. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a uh, it's unique. It's uh it's DC's first black superhero from the
1: seventies, I believe, so uh. So, the, when they get a Chinese superhero, are they gonna call him like Chinese Lightning? And, like when they get like an Indian person, yes. are they gonna be like, you know, Indian Masogaiti or whatever the heck they're gonna? Anduri Lightning like, coming
0: soon to the CW. It's the most
1: black name ever. It's like it's crazy. Well, I but don't this even is know. how they name
0: things back in the '70s when they had white white creators. Uh, they're like yeah, he's black. Horrible. He shoots lightning. I got an idea. Call him Black
2: Isn't Lightning. It like black Lightning. Do you remember
1: what I said about the costumes? Like. Costumes are going to make this series fail, and you guys were all over this costume talking about how much it sucks and how stupid it is. <laughs> it Bam! I'm calling it now. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work, guys.
2: All right. We'll see.
3: What's black lightning in rugby? <laughs>
1: I was going to say, isn't that like a
2: a term that's used for when like cities, uh, like inner city buildings, go on fire? They call is it black a, lightning. Really? Thing? I didn't know that. I've heard. I heard Jewish lightning too. I've but, heard that. But when term Jews as well. riot?
0: When did Jews riot? No. Oh. It's just (laughs) like I've heard it,
2: you know, in this area, especially where it's very diverse that I live in. Um, Yeah, whenever, like, a building (laughs) catches on fire, it is either Jewish lightning or black lightning. His nemesis ought to be, like, White Thunder. White.
0: (laughs) (laughs) White. (laughs) Ha.
3: Black as light. Uh Honestly, I don't know much about the character at all, so who knows?
2: Yeah, he's guy coming they out. They should have the just apartment. done Static Shock. It would have been more fun.
0: Yeah, that, I, yeah, isn't Static Shock He's a one, teenager.
2: Like, and the kids relate to Static Shock.
0: Kids relate right? to him, and he rides a fucking sewer right, cover. He rides a, rides a sewer a cover like a fucking surfboard. And yeah. he's pretty much... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got the same powers, too. He, like, controls static electricity. That would have been a... Are both DC? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're going back old school. They're going back old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, kicking it old school. Yeah, kicking it old school. Uh, let's move on to uh, a cartoon that's coming to FXX. And it's Deadpool. If you Deadpool fans didn't get enough with the first Deadpool movie, you're going to get Deadpool 2 colon more of the same or Deadpool 2 colon Ryan Reynolds got jokes. Donald Glover. Yeah, this is Mm -hmm. being uh, done by Donald and Steven Glover. Are they brothers? Yes. Okay, so they're going to serve yeah. as showrunners, writers, and executives. You executive. just need Danny Glover in this. They just need somewhere. Danny Glover. We're getting too old for this shit, you guys. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this uh, shit. Uh, no. Jeff Lowe is executive producing. <laughs> they got their call for a 10-episode first season, and I, uh, I guess it's going to be like a dark... It's got to be like an adult animated Deadpool. Uh, I don't know. Do we need this? Is this necessary? You no. know, They
3: already did this. It was called... The, what was that new that the latest Spider-Man show?
0: Oh, on uh, Ultimate Spider-Man? No,
3: yeah, the one where you he talks into the fourth wall.
0: Yeah, and Deadpool was on that show actually. He was
3: basically acting <laughs> yes, like Deadpool, just Deadpool. not swearing.
0: Rugs, I know you love the Deadpool. Aren't you excited for the Deadpool adult cartoon on FX? I might just entertain watching a few
2: episodes of it just to see how shitty it is and then <laughs> so I can report on it. So
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it.
3: FX I don't know if I have that channel.
2: I don't know if I've ever watched
3: anything on FXX.
0: Oh, it's just one X. Oh, no, it's two X's. It's the two X's.
3: Yeah, it's the two uh, X's. Easy game, Ron. It's the two X because
1: there's going to be... I do have... Uh, yeah. I have the
0: F triple X, but that's a oh, whole, I that's have a whole separate thing.
3: The League on FXX. Yes, the, the League, like. and
0: Always Sunny is on FXXX and Louie and all that mm-hmm. shit. So they, yep. they have like this adult tone. And then to see... like I wonder if, what the animation style is going to be. Uh, I don't know. This is interesting. They're trying to cash in on the fucking Deadpool that the kids love. Uh, just, right. just look at the camera and fucking make fart jokes. Uh, it'll be great.
1: Fun fact, though, yeah. that if uh, uh, if you just say Don Glover yeah. and, and, like, put his name, like, together, it looks like Dong Glover. Dong Glover. So it is. So, like, that's how I always, like, think of him is Dong Glover. Oh, and he, like, he went on, like, uh, uh, I think it was, like, The Tonight Show and talked about that. Like, he's, like, it was horrible growing up because I was, like, Dong Glover. <laughs> Don that was his was e- that was his first
0: ever. email account, I think. I had Dong Glover <laughs> at AOL. Do you know his...
3: Uh... <laughs> Rapper name Imran.
0: Childish Gambino, bro. Okay, good. He is Childish still- Gambino. His last Didn't album. Donald pretty good.
1: Glover want to be uh, Miles Morales. He uh voice. He wanted to be Peter
0: Parker. He wanted to I be think. Peter Parker. He did yeah. voice Miles Morales on the cartoon. And they're making him mo- the
3: new Spider Man.
0: He oh yeah, he's in the Spider Man Homecoming.
3: Yeah,
0: and he's gonna be Han Solo. I mean, Lando Calrissian. He's gonna be a black Han Solo. Oh, he's, Lan- he's, Han Solo. he's, he's <laughs> young Lando. <laughs> it's but it's it's
3: still it's still in canon. But he's gonna be Han Solo. Still,
0: yeah. It's still there was a whole uh, accident. <laughs> there was
3: somewhere. a whole uh, Vitaligo. Vital yeah, there was a
0: outbreak in space, and uh, <laughs> Han Solo was actually black and turned white, just like Michael Jackson and myself. All right, enough of this bullshit. Uh, last bit of news: we got to talk about Agents of Shield a little bit. It just wrapped right. up its fourth season, and it, it had a. Fucking awesome finale to like one of the best seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. And I know.
1: I haven't seen it yet. So she didn't well, just. Well, here. Give it all I away. won't.
0: I won't. I won't, <laughs> I won't spoil it. Uh, the problem is like a lot of people jumped for a season because they thought they were getting one thing and it turned into another thing. Sure. But this show has got pushback time slots and they have rewarded the hardcore audience with this fourth season. Rugs, did you catch it? Yes. Uh, Spoiler free thoughts. What'd you think of this the, real quick of the season and the finale? It was good. I thought. I thought that. I thought they. I thought they brought it. Perfect. I thought they brought it. So the thing was, they moved I, it. I mean, I can't say anything about it.
1: I know. I don't want to spoil it. Everything I'm No, yeah, don't. I, I'll tell you because I've always been a fan of the show. When I, I've heard critics like they get down on it, and I'm like, no, nope, still like it. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm gonna keep watching it.
2: I'll say this: they they resolved the the story. Yeah. Um, okay. I thought that the way that they saw, resolved it was a little too quick. Okay, or a little bit too easy, a little too like convenient. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But with that said, I love the what they did with the show this year. It really went to another level, and I'm glad that they're bringing it back. And hopefully, um,
0: next year will be even better. Yes, you heard that right. It is getting a fifth season. Oh shit! Right?
4: Yeah. We were so
0: the thing was they moved this for it. Started, it used to be at seven. Uh, on uh Tuesdays then they moved it back to 8 then they moved it back to 9 and we're like oh shit this is going to be the last season they're moving it back to 9 it gets a fifth season but with a, a few minor caveats and complications oh what are these it's not coming back in the fall mm. in the fall Inhumans will start it's 8 episode run and then season 5 of Agents of Shield is going to be a mid-season replacement in January after Inhumans ends, but that's not it. What is, let me ask you guys this, a question. What is a bigger death to the show outside of being pushed to 9 p.m.? What's a bigger death knell to a show?
2: Being put on, on Friday, Friday nights?
0: It is now going to be on <laughs> Friday nights. Agents ah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is premiering on Fridays and then this is going to fall. So, ABC, 9 p.m., Friday nights, nobody's going to fucking watch this. They're going to kill it. They're trying yeah, to they're kill just, it. They're why trying to b- walk it out, yeah. Why they're, they're trying th- to walk it out comfortably. Why did they even... They should have just let it end yeah, down. That, that that doesn't make sense. Right? Why would they why did know. they even bring it, it back? It, at that so point? it had a crazy stinger at the end to set up the next season. It's got twenty two episode order, and uh there's gonna be a time jump between seasons. Like a huge the, time jump. The only jump. thing I can think of so is
3: A B C Disney, they don't wanna acknowledge that they failed. In terms of keeping people interested. Yeah. So they've sure. been slowly pushing it out the door, but not actually being like, eh, it's canceled. They're gonna give it like one more season to like re- put some closure on the stories. Regular
1: TV is hard to like compete with right yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean you've got like Netflix, Amazon, all these like great streaming things that you can just watch boom, 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 all these episodes. I mean ABC has like this big thing with Netflix right now that it's almost it's almost sad that maybe Agents of Shield might come back after the 5th season like 5th season might be on Netflix? It. Oh. But yeah. it might come back on Netflix mm. because they come out like almost almost immediately yeah.
0: with Marvel. Mm. Yeah. Well, all the Mar- so, yeah, all the Marvel stuff goes mm-hmm. right to Netflix. It's it's kind of like, getting that like Agent Carter? Yeah, slot. Yeah. But the Friday nights is like uh, wow, Constantine
1: had that slot yes. on NBC
0: and it killed Constantine. Nobody fucking watched that.
1: It killed me when they killed Carter because it's kind of like in going back to the whole Wonder Woman thing. Yeah. It's like She was the girl. I was following that. I was like, I love this show. I think it's got, you know, it's got legs. But they kept putting it in, like, these weird spots. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, have a little balls behind, you know, something different. And it was something different. And she... She had. A, she was a good role model and everything like that. My daughter was watching it. I was watching. it. We were both getting into it. But there's it, only like, <laughs> there's
0: only so much you could do with her in that time period. Like I think they told the yeah. story. Like there's nothing there's nothing right. else. Like that second season was a little bit disappointing. The first season's
2: fantastic. You can't do a show like that in prime time on a on a good network. You can do it. You can do a show like that on a CW. You can do a show like that on FXX or something like that where they're not looking for huge ratings. Because there's just not a lot of people watching shit like that. Yeah. Just, unfortunately, that's just the nature of the beast. And there's yeah. just not not enough eyeballs to, for for a primetime network. And it's weird because mm. their ratings were slipping,
0: and now this is not Well the, help. the
3: expectations on network TV are just so high. Yeah. They're it's, ridiculous. It's, it's, they're, it's redi- almost yeah, it's it's ridiculous yeah. at this point. The, the expectation, like just because you're throwing you it on ABC, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just because exactly. you're on ABC, NBC, or CBS, they like they think that they need like half of America watching their shows at all times.
0: Millions mm. and right. It's all about the numbers. Are it's all, like it's the, relative. You, you put that on a
3: different platform oh. like Rugby yeah. Senate and it. And it do a lot better
0: and it's a hit so look they left great threads at the end of this season so I'm kind of excited that they said there's gonna be a time jump it could be completely different uh, there are some things that they, they can resolve and, and touch on so wow I was I was shocked I honestly did not think it was gonna get fucking picked up and I was about to watch the last episode ever but not so alright look that's it for the news section uh, we're gonna take a quick break play some promos of some fun shows and we will continue After these messages
1: Right back. do you like movies
2: get busy living or get busy dying mr anders life uh
0: finds a way
2: tv a girl has no name soft
0: kitty warm kitty you didn't think i just disappeared did you
1: music hello all my friends are heathens take it slow girl from the world <laughs>
2: Video games? It's me, Mario.
4: Get over here. Hey, listen.
1: If you love geeking out about your pop culture passions, see Here's the Thing may be the podcast for you. Join me and my co-host Patrick as we dive into a weekly digest of news clips about movies, TV, video games, theater, and more. Special guests, improv games, and terrible celebrity impersonations abound in our weekly episodes published directly on Podomatic. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, and Pinterest. See, here's the thing. It's where humor and pop culture collide.
3: Hey, my name is Paul and I'm not an animal expert.
0: I'm Donna and I'm not an animal expert either.
3: And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints.
1: Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal.
3: But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture.
1: And we talk about whether or not the animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think that animal is on a scale of 1 to 10.
3: It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries.
1: Except not at all like that really in any way.
3: We're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from, and we're at com. Trivia Geeks, the Unpredictable Game Show podcast is back with a brand new season. They've got a new host, new games, and a new day in time. But that's not all. Now you can download their companion app, Triv Now, and play along in real time. Watch Carrie on YouTube as she tries to convince her partner that his dark night hasn't risen in years. Listen on Diamond Club and Alpha Geek Radio, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and get all the latest updates
0: and- and showtimes. Doc 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 hey listener, if you've been listening to us for a while, maybe you have listened to all 167 episodes and you're like, "Hey, I wonder if there's more show somewhere. I would love some more show." Well, there is more show. Oh shit, at our fan club on Patreon. Just visit jockandnerd.com. Slash Patreon for a low monthly donation. You help us out. We keep the show running and you get awesome bonus audio like post shows. First initial reactions to movies. You will learn what a Guava doce is. You will learn about the art of the pickup in Las Vegas with Anthony sex stories. Uh, <laughs> there's fantastic uh, content to be consumed. In fact, there's a free clip about Anthony. And the line he uses to girls, I'm not going to spoil it. Just visit jogger.com slash Patreon. Check out the clip. And if you like that clip, hit that patron button. We would appreciate it. And look, you're going to get like 10 hours of bonus audio. Should keep you busy. Uh, So, you guys, I have a little surprise here. I'm going to do something that's not in the show notes. I didn't tell anybody I was doing this. What I wanted to do is I wanted to give the listener a little taste of the Trivia Geeks podcast. We're going to do a quick round of Trivia Geeks right now. All right? We're going to start like this.
2: From (laughs)
0: Blazing
3: Caribou Studios, it's the Internet's unpredictable game show where anything can happen and often does. Trivia Geeks.
0: Welcome to the Trivia Geeks and mashup round. One quick round. Here's how this is going to work. The teams are going to be Anthony and Rugboy. All right. You are now going to be known as Team Guavadoche. Perfect. And uh, Carrie Sims, you're on your own. You are Team Functional Drunks.
1: Yeah. Oh. Even though there's one of you. That's totally appropriate. Right? I thought so. All right. Yep.
0: So here's how this works. I got a couple of trivia questions. I reached out to uh, uh, Katie Talmo, who writes, she is the queen question queen over at Trivia Geeks. Give me some specific questions, and Carrie, you may see where this is going after I start reading oh, the God. questions. So, oh, God.
1: This is great. Team
0: Guevadoche, we're going to start with you. Here's your first question. Uh, do we, wait. Do we answer in tandem? Or yeah. How does this I'm going to give you a minute to discuss, and I'm going to need your answer, and you get points if wow. you get it wrong. If you, do, if you do, Carrie has a chance to steal. Even if you do get it right, we're going to go over to her for comment, because there's, I'm leading to something here. Okay. Right. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, coprophilia everybody coprophilia is a fetish for what oh i forgot to hit this round one i I, I only have the one round so it's just i'm just gonna keep playing (laughs) round one (sighs) coprophilia is a fetish for what is it a toenails b feces
4: c fungus
0: or d (laughs) granite Coprophilia, fetish for copying. isn't it like walking up to a chicken grabbing your ass? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the the uh, Donald, that's Trump, Trump uh, that- uh, Donald Trump
3: syndrome. Donald
1: Trump syndrome. Yeah, is it like a,
3: <laughs> a a fetish for capybaras? I don't. know. Oh, we have
0: wait. It's multiple choice. Yes. What am I doing here? Coprophilia.
1: Copinfilia. Yeah, coprophilia. Coprophilia. Is it
0: toenails, feces, fungus, or granite? You guys discuss. Give me an answer.
2: I don't okay. think it's granite. Yeah, I'm.
3: I'm gonna go without. I'm um, granite. You got to take out, right?
2: Yeah. What, what's that? Toenails. 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 Feces. Gross. Fungus and granite. Fungus? No. Who's gonna go look for mushrooms? It's gotta be toenails or shit.
3: Right. I- I'm gonna lean towards toenails. Toenails. I'm gonna
2: lean towards shit.
3: Oh you man. You
0: gotta come to an agreement. Well.
2: Cockophilia.
3: Let's 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 <laughs> de- defer to the the shorter person. So we'll go with
0: shit. Final answer. Feces! Final answer. Judges! Is feces shit? Is that the same thing? Yes, feces is oh. shit. Latin root, okay. or dung, is copro. So, so you are correct. It would have been feces. Uh, Carrie, how do you know that?
1: Um. So I was in med school for a short period of time, what? and I learned a lot of Latin, well, and... I learned a bunch of shit. And so every time she comes up with these, I'm like, oh, God, I hate the fact that I know these because I know a little bit of Latin. Because once you know the way that medical terms are, you read right to left. So the copro is the shit and the philia is
0: love the of. affliction. Okay, very and good. Love okay. Of.
1: Correct. Next question mm-hmm. uh, we're going back over to team Guavidoce.
0: What nice. is ba- balayage? Balayage. Bal- it's spelled B A L A Y A G E. Balayage. What is balayage? Is it A, hair painting? B, a Hungarian stew? C, anal bleaching? Or D, the real name for Easter grass? In quotes. And it is balayage. Balayage. Yeah. What is balayage?
2: Isn't that when you have a duck egg with a duck in it?
0: Oh, that's what, <laughs> Anthony, that, what is that called in uh, the that, Philippines? That's a balot that's blood It's a duck it's duck fetus snack on the streets of a uh, uh, <laughs>
2: you can take a guess Anthony I'll see if I agree or disagree with you I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with like the
3: theme of just like ass yeah so we're gonna I'm gonna go with anal gonna bleaching. Go anal bleaching yeah oh,
0: final answer sure. okay judges is that correct? I'm sorry, no points on that one. We're gonna go over to team functional drunks. What is balayage, Carrie? Is it your remaining answers are A, hair painting, B, a Hungarian stew, or D, the real name for Easter grass?
1: It is indeed hair painting. Okay, how the fuck do you know this? I also, (laughs) Katie, right now, I also hold my cosmetology license, and balayage is. Um, <laughs> Balayage is basically uh, dyeing your hair at the ends and kind of painting it with a paintbrush, as opposed to foiling or highlights. Is
0: that a bad ombre? Is that
1: what that is? It's kind of like yeah, <laughs> it's a bad ombre. It's good. actually I'm getting it done tomorrow, so haha. Turn into trivia. What geez. color? Blonde. What? Oh, blonde. I'm a blonde, okay. so it's gonna just be blonde from brown to brown, blonde. So yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay, very good. So so far, painting Car- hair. Carrie's a podcaster mm-hmm. that cuts hair and, uh, and handles a triage. Mexico. Uh, If necessary. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It gets worse. There we go. There we go. Uh, Let's do this one. Billy Zane. We're going back to Team Guavidoche. Billy Zane made his first on-screen appearance in which movie? Was it A, Critters, B, Back to the Future, C, Matlock, or D, Police Story, Monster Manor? Matlock. (laughs) Matlock.
3: Final answer. I, I'm deferring. Final
0: answer, badlock Judges. That is incorrect. Ah. Uh, team Functional Drunks. Uh, Billy Zane, first on-screen appearance. Your remaining answers. A critters, B Back to the Future, or D Police Story Monster Matlock.
1: <laughs> That's Matt Lock. In, he w- he played Match in Back to the Future in 1985. So I'm going with that. I did
0: to the not future. fucking know Billy Zane was. Did in you not
1: hear? It was Matlock. It was Matlock. It's, it was Matt, Matt Lock. it's no, <laughs> you're wrong. It's
0: <laughs>
2: it's, it's Matlock. It's always Matlock. That's the answer. Whenever you have the option to answer Matlock, the answer is always Matlock, Imran.
0: It's always uh,
3: Matlock. And I oh, Matlock, and if it's it's not Matlock, Murder, yes. She Wrote, or Columbo. Yes, yes. or Columbo.
1: Uh, absolutely. Oh,
0: good old Columbo. Uh, uh, how did you know Billy Zane was a Back to the Future, Karen?
1: I'm kind of a geek on Back to the Future. It's a big Favorite. deal. We're actually going to be doing it soon on um, Brokebot Mountain. I don't know how we've been able to uh, to spin it into our show, but I'm like, screw it. We're doing it. It's one of my favorites. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Kind of that,
0: this is good. Okay. Last question here, Pim Govadoce, You got. Matlock, you got it's not bad <laughs> You got. You got one right, and the matlock, matlock. is not one of the answers. Uh, okay. The question: Which of the following is not a suggested use for olive oil? Hmm. Which of the following not a suggested use for olive oil? Is it a an all natural lube for sexy time? B reduced stretch marks. C, killing headlights, or D, treat an ear infection. Which of the I, following is not a use for oil? I would say the ear infection. You should not treat an ear infection with mm, all. See, now, I, how I, is
2: oil going to help your ear? Well, you guys
0: discuss. Give me I answer. would go with the, the stretch marks.
2: I think it's, any kind of lube would help stretch marks, no? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Imran, help us out. Uh, look,
2: come to an agreement. <laughs> give me a fucking answer. I'll take it. I've been wrong every time. So even, right. I, there's no Mat- matlock
0: options.
3: There's so. no matlock. Sorry, <laughs> matlock. Matlock. Uh. <laughs> let's, do it, let's do the stretch marks.
0: Stretch marks, judges. Uh, ooh, oh, fuck. that's incorrect. Ooh, uh, so team functional drunks. Uh, which of the following is not a suggested use for olive oil? Remaining answers: all natural lube, reduce, uh, kill head lice, treat an ear infection.
1: Uh, it cannot kill head lice.
0: Final answer? You sure?
1: That is my, yeah. I think. Oh, sure you know it.
0: what? Yeah. I thought you said
3: headlights oh. as in on a car. Headlight. <laughs> killing headlights? Man, man, man. And and I still went with it. I still <laughs> went with my answer. <laughs> I don't know how that, what do you rub olive oil on fucking headlights to turn them off? Turn them off. Uh, uh, and I was like, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs>
0: uh, See, the uh, answer should
2: have been Matlock. Matlock.
0: It's not that. So, uh, functional drunk, you're saying killing headlights. Correct. Judges. Oh, I'm surprised. Oh, I got it wrong. It's actually not supposed to be used for an all-natural lube for the sexy time. Oh, shut mean? up. I've done it. We really? have to change our whole routine
2: uh,
3: uh,
1: now. Uh, Fuck.
3: You can't use it as a lube? Yeah, yeah,
1: you can Why use it. Why not? Why not? You'll gr- it's olives. They're natural. You'll grow it's olives out of your
2: vagina. You, you're and supposed it's like, to use
0: it's you, quite thick. You got to use uh, coconut oil because it's paleo. It's better for sexy time. Oh, right, right, right. right, right, right. Okay. I would like <laughs> to contest that answer. I'm sure someone's <laughs> tried it. Poop. It's all good. Katie, so. if you're listening, he contests this answer. This was supposed to be something that you knew. Then I would ask you how the fuck you knew that. But that one failed. Right. That one. Yeah. Failed. Uh, okay. okay. All right. That's enough with the questions. That was a lot of fun. Round one. It's still round one. Always round, <laughs> it's one. Still round one. Thanks for playing. Real quick, Carrie. I just want you uh, to tell the listeners a little bit about Blazing Caribou Studios.
1: Well, it kind of started up as a volunteer type of a thing, and uh, we acquired a you know a couple of cool podcasts, and then we started developing shows. Like Trivia Geeks was our first um, flagship show, and we developed. Uh, broke about mountain uh with phil rude and david luzader and then you came along and mm-hmm. you know took over trivia geeks like i don't even know why i show up every week but uh <laughs> you're also on sketching comedy with me and phil rude which is a live show on youtube every wednesday which is amazing you guys do some amazing artwork on there and i love doing that show it's one of my favorites we also came up with uh geek cinema society varmints which is uh, amazing and and what's really great is, um, you know, watching all the, like, artwork kind of go everywhere. And Imran, I think you have your hand in that. I so. did the
0: varmints one. Don't you have, Anthony, they have an MMA podcast.
1: Yes, we also have an MMA podcast, if if you can believe it. So we kind of were all over the gambit a little bit. And uh, we also have, and I can't forget to say this one, uh, we also have Statecraft, which is my daughter decided, it was really funny, about a year ago, she was just like, ah, you podcasting again and i'm like yeah i'm podcasting and she's like you know i just want to let you know i'm my own person and i would never
0: podcast
1: (laughs) because i am my own person and i don't do anything like podcasting let me guess and she's like literally like hey mom yeah um do you think i could do a political podcast on blazing caribou like what Because it would really help, you know, me get into college and everything like that. So now she's doing this political podcast. Um, it's very left wing. So if you're not left wing, um, don't listen to it, I gotta, <laughs> or you know, because uh, you might get angry. Or do listen to it because you know they're all for it. So um, she's they just uh, calling it like they that. see it, man. That's all
0: they are, so, and they're doing it. Regarding great job. your daughter, first of all, when yeah. Rugboy came on Trivia Geeks, she was actually yes. taking your place. I she was. I would uh, I recommend the listener to go listen to that because you will hear Carrie's daughter utter such phrases as "What is going on here? I'm <laughs> never coming back on this show again." <laughs> Does my mom know we're talking about this? And, like, Rugboy had to answer a queef question, and he was her partner.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it was no hold barred, and we didn't care. And I said to Reagan, I said, just do your best. See what you can do with it. And she's just like, I don't know anything that's happening right now. I'm like, you'll be fine. She has not and watched an, any over. movie
0: past 2011, apparently.
1: So. No, she really hasn't. I mean, she is she is the typical millennial
0: for the listener just visit blazing caribou studios.com and this is kind of why when i met you guys the spirit of this thing really got me it's all volunteer everyone's really cool everybody supports each other you got a crazy slack a channel that you guys communicate in it's not a slack hole like Rugboy, but maybe we should get a rug boy a slack uh all volunteer and how many people are volunteering
1: there's about 50 holy shit. behind, oh shit. The, That's behind the scenes yeah That's crazy and we've got you know writers and I should shout out to Katie she is the writer for uh, Trivia Geeks yep. and she has a show out there called eight bit. And 8 Avenue, and uh, that's all about retro gaming and stuff, and that's really kind of picking up some sneakies, oh, you got! I mean, so. you got
0: something for everyone. There's sports, there's video games, there's yeah. geek stuff, there's movies, there's politics. Yeah. It's great. it's and animals. we're really
1: trying to hone into that, and, uh, you know, our Patreon is really picking up really good, and uh, it's nice to see the support. And, you know, it's just nice to have people support what you do, and we're just having a really good time doing it, so... I mean, we're going to keep on doing it as long as we can. So as long as there's the support and there's the
2: interest, what's that like we're out there. What's that like having people support you? Yeah. We don't I know don't what know. that's you like. We don't know that. You have no idea what that's <laughs> yeah. like.
1: I didn't know like through my 20s until now. So
3: yeah. Imran's still seeking out support for something he does.
1: Oh, that's a different type of support. What? That's child support. It's a jockstrap? <laughs> I
0: thought you were talking about a jockstrap. Athletic uh, support. support. Athletic that's support. That's Anthony. <laughs> oh, that's Anthony. He is the jockstrap. Yeah, that's a jockstrap. Listen, the amount of uh, child payment bills I gotta fucking pay, I
3: you would I don't know. I don't have any kids. It'd be zero. You've yeah, never had sex.
0: No. Or that. Oh what? Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what I say all the time, which is why I've never had sex. That was actually me. I recorded myself. Uh no, look, check out Blazing Caribou Studios, listener. You'll will, you will not be disappointed. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff there, and I just I love being part of the network. And for some reason, unlike these two fuckers, you want me over there doing things. Right? Uh, these two <laughs> right. these two guys are always trying to get me to shut the fuck up. It's like the complete opposite. It's the two families mushing together, trivia geeks, jocke nerd mashup. It was awesome. Loved it. Well, we love you, Aww. so it all works out. <laughs> right on someone loves somebody this. loves me thank somebody's got thank you. god all right we're gonna wrap this show up with some feedback we got from our last episode if you haven't checked it out it's uh a, the latest edition the sixth one of our what the fuck happened series where we take a high profile comic book the movie that bombed and just kind of it and shit on it and then try to figure out like what the fuck happened how did this thing get made hugely successful people really loved that last episode we did x-men origins Wolverine. Uh, So I got a message from our buddy, John Bellotti, who writes, he said, listening to the X-Men Origins podcast, but I think one detail was overlooked about the Wolverine. Darren Aronofsky was attached to direct the film and even instructed Hugh Jackman to work out harder than normal to look like a beastly animal in the film. He backed out due to creative reasons. I believe it was. Maybe it was Aronofsky who ignited Fox and company to make a more savage Wolverine film uh i would have watched a fucking darren aronofsky wolverine movie that, I, re- I remember hearing that
3: but i didn't want to say it on the show because yeah. i was like i don't know if i remember that or if i'm making that up so i didn't You're want to right. sound like a jackass. You're
0: right that would have been cool dude aronofsky was another one of those guys in the 90s that was like an auteur making badass movies uh that we don't really get anymore because uh you know franchise superheroes yay okay Mo- <laughs> moving on <laughs> at that guy daryl on twitter uh tweets, we talked about Gavin Hood and his movies. He says, Eye in the Sky was very good. Otherwise, Gavin Hood is hiding out with Josh Trank in a bunker somewhere. Oh, shit. That's probably true. But I I, I didn't hear Eye in the Sky. I might have to check that out. And then, finally, Matt Dalhauer tweets to update the stats of the Rotten Tomato scores of all of our What the Fuck Happens. He says, update the highest RT score that has been on What the Fuck was Spider-Man 3, 63%, and the lowest <laughs> was Fantastic 4 2015 at nine it's very low that's very low so there's our there's the range of uh, of movies we will be uh doing and we need the next one so if you guys have any suggestions uh email us show a jock and nerd or tweet us you can find out how to contact us let us know what you want whatever
3: suggestion we get we'll, we'll probably do
0: yeah we probably will because we don't want to put any thought into this and then i make dal howard do all the work and then i just sit back and laugh it's great yeah no. it's one of my favorite shows to record i don't gotta do shit and, again, I feel like what it is to be Anthony on the show, which is fantastic. Whoa. <laughs> Zigger. Uh, I mean,
3: he's used, he's used this joke. like On another show. Shit. That was yeah. on
0: See Here's the Thing. So if you haven't listened to that, this is the first <laughs> time you've heard this joke. <laughs> it's original. Uh, all right, gang. Look, thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Rugs, why don't you tell the people where they can find you?
2: You can find me on the internet or on your phone. You're on my phone? Get the fuck yeah, out of there. You should go to Twitter. Get on my
1: fucking phone.
2: And go to Really Rugboy, and then I will appear
0: to you like a genie. In a bottle. Listen, this is what we gotta do, listener. Find the yes. nearest puddle and stare in it while constantly reciting the alphabet backwards with your eyes closed and rug boy will appear. Yes. But you gotta do it three times.
1: <laughs> Carrie Sims, where can the listener find you? Oh, it's easiest just to go to BlazingCaribouStudios.com. Just pick a podcast, see what you want uh, between BrokeBot, rounds of, rounds of Breakdowns, Geek Cinema Society, Sketching Comedy, Statecraft, Trivia Geeks, Varmints. We've got something for all the listeners. If you really want to hit me up and just start like playing around, you can get me on Twitter at Sims one Other than that, you can always catch me on Trivia Geeks. Uh, every couple of weeks, or you can catch me on Ske- uh, sketching comedy every week on YouTube.
0: Yeah. You guys watch trivia geeks live on YouTube. Cause it's hilarious. Cause
1: I, I yeah. never know what's
0: going to happen and you'll catch all the live fuck ups. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is <laughs> it's a lot. a lot of fun. Look, the, la- it's my the last thing we always say, listener, you know what I'm going to say? Tell a friend, spread the word. Nerd. Here's what we're going to do. The next date you go on, make sure it's a first date, take them to see a movie, of course. And <laughs> while she's texting, you're going to lean in. And you're gonna do give her one of these jock and nerd. Now if that doesn't close the deal, uh, it probably won't.
3: That's as good as any pickup line or closing line. Right, that, you can that should use.
0: be. Right. I got. I got, got. shit on you, Anthony. I got. I got the art of pickup. Just say jock and nerd, and uh, panties fall off. No, not really. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This <laughs> is the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran.
3: My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's
0: the nerd. We'll hear you next time. <laughs> You your it. How's your herpes? <laughs> you <wait> a minute. <laughs> He's using olive oil. He'll be fine. Oh no, you can't use olive oil for that. That's the wrong use. <laughs> Matlock! The answer Talkin is man. always Matlock if it's an
4: option.